Hey guys, we are here at Caesarea, uh, actually Caesarea Maritima, which means Caesarea by the sea, because in the Bible there's a couple different Caesareas. And Carrie is going to explain to you why this Caesarea is important. First of all, being here uh, makes me again marvel at Kurt's Bible knowledge, because I just got to hear him talk through all the meaning of this location. We are on the kind of the northern shore of Israel at the Mediterranean. You can see the Mediterranean Sea behind us. This site was named after Caesar. It was built by uh, Herod the Great. Um, and there's really four things that happened to this site. I'll talk about two you talk about. Okay. okay. Um, the first one that comes to my mind is that the uh, Philip, the evangelist, Philip ministered in Jerusalem and God led him to Samaria North where he uh, saw an incredible revival. This is in the back part of Acts chapter 8. And God led him from Samaria south to Gaza where he met the Ethiopian eunuch who was the director of finance, basically the CFO of Ethiopia, and led that man to Christ. And then the Spirit of God raptured or carried him away to Azotus, which was a port city just south of us. And Philip preached the gospel all the way up the Mediterranean coast and he landed here, he home-based here for about 20 years. He ministered faithfully as an evangelist in this city. Yep. He received Paul when he was returning from his third missionary journey. Paul came into this port yep. on his way to Jerusalem with an offering from all the Gentile churches. And so he, he, uh, he was ministered to by Philip and his family. So the story of Philip is the first story that captivates me about yeah. this space because Philip lived here for 30 years. Yep. Uh, well, 20 or 30 20, years. Yeah. Yeah, and ministered faithfully the gospel. And we don't know a whole lot about him except yeah. for he was steadfast. Yeah, that was that was, that was about 31 uh, AD when Philip uh, ministered uh, there to Samaria. Then everything carried to said, the beginning of that, well, about five years later, uh, Peter was down in a place called Joppa, which is really down by the airport. It was the it was the ancient port of Joppa. The older port was Joppa. The newer port here was Caesarea. Well, he's at the house of Simon the Tanner. You know the story. God is working in the heart of a man named Cornelius, a Roman centurion here in Caesarea. God is working in the heart of Peter down in Joppa to say, remember the vision in Acts 10 and the... The, 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 the animals that were let down, what God has called clean, don't call unclean. God wasn't so much concerned about the, the dietary laws as much as he was preparing Peter for, Peter, you're gonna go to the unclean Gentiles. And you know how the vision unfolds, I won't tell the whole story, but suffice it to say, Peter comes to Caesarea, here Cornelius gets saved and his household. Say, why, that, why is that significant? That was the first Gentile conversion. And you and I are Gentiles. Uh, I don't think we have many Jewish followers on the podcasts, but uh, I'm telling you, your spiritual journey, history, began right here in Caesarea. Let me tell you something, Kurt, that's, that's so meaningful to me about the connection of those stories, the Philip story and the Peter story, is that God is drawing Cornelius and his family to Christ. Philip is already here. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, God had people here yep. that could have led Cornelius to Christ, that's right, that's right. but he wanted specifically to use Peter yep. to do it because the mission was as much about Peter as it was about Cornelius. And it was as much about 
convincing the Jews in Jerusalem yeah. that God had transported this to the Gentiles as well. Because remember in Acts 11, Peter goes back and explains to everybody and says, listen, you know, I'm as shocked as you are, but this was a God thing. And he explains how God had done it. And, and the people at Jerusalem said, well, how can we argue against God? This must be something God wants. The specificity of God's individual plan through each of these men in this place yes. is so powerful yes. to God's will for our lives today. That God's purpose for you where you are is unique to you and it is significant through you. So talk about Paul then. Yeah, so Paul, as Kerry said, he came back here briefly on the after the third missionary journey just before he went to Jerusalem. Well then remember, he was warned not to go, but Paul knew that God was calling him to go. He delivered the offering, went to the temple, and then got falsely accused that he had brought Greeks into the temple. It wasn't true, but he was accused nonetheless. And remember, he tried to defend himself uh, there in Jerusalem, and the people seemed to be listening until he said the word Gentiles. And then the crowd went wild, and he had to be imprisoned, and they took a vow out to kill him, and so all kinds of intrigue. Long story short, they whisk Paul away to Caesarea, to a neutral location, to have a trial here. They bring their high-powered prosecuting attorney that the high priest does from Jerusalem. They have the trial here. The Felix is the Roman procurator. Well, the trial ends in a deadlock. Don't know what to do, so we're just gonna wait it out. And you know the story. Paul ends up staying here. I mean, right here. Paul, I don't know if you can, can you pan out this way? So right behind me, you're seeing some of our group here. Right behind me, uh, these ruins here, that's where Paul was imprisoned. That's where he made his defense, right right behind me. And so uh, it's just an amazing story. Two years of imprisonment. Finally, Festus comes around. He wants to retry the case in Jerusalem. Paul's like, I'm not going to Jerusalem. It's not fair there. I appeal to Caesar. And so from these very shores, Paul, Luke, Aristarchus, some others got on a boat sailed a year journey to Rome. Shipwreck. <laughs> Shipwrecks, Hurricane. snake bites. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a cruise ship. And uh, the gospel continued to move westward. Faithful people right here in Caesarea. Faithful through trials, yep. through imprisonment, through injustice. God uses injustice in our lives to advance the gospel if we let him. Yes, yes. And so I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know what your lot is, but but I can promise you, God's at work. Romans 8.28 is true. And Caesarea stands as a great testimony that God's purposes will not be thwarted. Hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you're with Everyday Truth or Enough for Today, we're glad that we can do this together. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.